Hello, KMA land, and thank you so much for listening to The Double X Factor on this Tuesday. I'm Spencer Williams, and this week, my friend, co-host, and life coach extraordinaire, Sandy Edie Hansen, and I will be diving into the topic of feedback. Feedback is so important for those of us trying to improve our lives, whether it's our relationships, our careers, or even how we feel about and treat ourselves. But what exactly about feedback is so great? When you are headed in a certain direction in your life, personally or professionally, feedback helps keep you on track. Feedback creates a clear and honest level of communication between those you surround yourself with. Even criticism can lead to positive changes when it's given and received properly. When it's constructive feedback, it can actually motivate people, especially when it's given from someone that cares and truly wants the best for the person they are giving it to. Feedback promotes something that Sandy and I focus on every day right here on the double X factor, personal growth, and in turn, professional growth too. So let's dive into that right there a bit deeper. Feedback is about listening actively. You can't half-heartedly hear someone and be in a position to give or receive feedback. For feedback to have the positive effect that it's completely designed for, the receiver must be accepting of it with a completely open mind. So why do we so much more often find a dismissive approach easier? Anita Bruzess is a blogger with QuickBase.com, and she says there are three types of triggers that feedback can present. The first is the truth trigger. The feedback seems off-target and is based on incomplete information or out of line with what you're trying to do. You believe it to be lousy feedback, so you ignore it. The second is the relationship trigger. Forget whatever is being said. It's the relationship with the person offering the feedback. That's the problem. Maybe the person doesn't appreciate your efforts or accomplishments. It could also be that you distrust the other person's motives or expertise. And finally, she talks about identity triggers. These are where you're so overwhelmed by the feedback you can't discuss it. It undermines how you see yourself in some way or even threatens your sense of safety or well-being. The feedback can become distorted because you're so out of sorts. The authors Douglas Stone and Sheila Heen of Thanks for the Feedback, The Science and Art of Receiving Feedback Well say that you become better at receiving feedback if you don't immediately dismiss it as wrong in some way such as determining the advice might be right for someone else, but not for you. Instead, they advise that you must first try to understand the feedback fully without immediately dismissing it for some reason. But at the heart of learning to receive feedback well is engagement. If you're curious and open, then you've become engaged in the conversation and you can give the feedback a fair hearing and decide to take it or decide it's not what you need right now. I believe Sandy said yesterday, feedback is really an art. And that means we have to see feedback as a talent, both giving and receiving. And it's a talent we must practice being better at for ourselves and for others. And speaking of Sandy, she's back with more tomorrow. So don't miss that. And as always, we thank you for listening to the Double X Factor right here on KMA.